0: Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to A Mirror in Time. Um, I'm back after <laughs> what feels like the longest time since the last um, episode. Um, I'll fill you in on what has been happening. Um, today's episode is a bit of more of what's been happening, um, especially um, at the beginning of the week. So at the start of the week um my well let me take you back a little further than the start of the week so um on Friday last Friday in fact um I was in the middle of work when I got the news from um my sister that uh, Arman has been um having a slight fever his temperature spiked to about 38 um degrees or so and i think not even adult um level but for babies that's pretty high f- um for the temperature to be so i think and then um he was just not feeling it so um even when people say do not worry and and you know the it, it's just like psychological and you know you tend to worry so i just took the liberty and you know just me being me and just dropped everything and and just headed to the nearest clinic around that was open um i i know for a fact there's not that many um pediatric pediatric uh clinics around pga oslango or, or maybe you know correct me if i'm wrong um anytime you see me but um yeah um even the ones that were open and i mean that that were around uh, had like some limited um opening hours so they either close super duper early or it's just like you've got to go to hospital like we've done for some emergencies in the past um but yeah obviously we can we can't go to the hospital i mean we could if we wanted to but like if it's just um, a fever that that just warrants a visit to the clinic. Why want why, why do we want to go all the way, you know, kind of thing? It's just more convenient. So with the help of Google, um, we found um a clinic uh in Hartamas, which isn't so far from my office or home. Um, so brought the little guy and when i saw him he was just not like his normal self he was not as cheerful not as chirpy not as active and um being all koala yeah i mean usually he's koala he's mama's little koala but this is especially more than usual i mean i mean and so that's when you know Something's up, and something's not right. Can, but obviously we don't want to to fear for the worst. So we took it to the the expert's hands to to check on on him. And I really applaud the clinic and how the doctor handled him at that time to a point where not just. The doctor was so, like, so gentle. You know how sometimes, um, um how to say, doctors can sometimes leave uh, some form of um, um, impression on the little ones, I think. So this one, I think, knew how to work her way with babies. I guess it's her line of work anyway. She's a paediatric. Doctor, I mean pediatrician, right? So anyway, um, fast forward. Um, it's really, um, it it really calmed me down at that you know in the middle of a panic, to know that the doctors knew how to handle my baby, with the song singing and and the explanation given and and you know lioning like panicky parents like me. <laughs> Uh, I can be quite a panicky person if you don't know me. Um, so that's that. So it turns out the diagnosis was um, he had an ulcer on his lip. I think our suspicion is because the day, I think it was the day before, he was playing with his one of his um, roller bikes, I mean, one of his bikes, and he tripped and he fell and i think little did we know maybe that would have caused a cut on his lip and then mm-hmm. obviously from an ulcer <clears throat> so one thing led to another then the doctor checked thoroughly checked him and found there were ulcers in his mouth as well um so and then she prompted us and said you know this is um a normal child Child upper, child um, disease. I mean, it's common, sorry, what am I saying? It's common for kids his age to get it, but the the funny part is normally people his age, like people get this when they are um, exposed to um, crowded um, people areas, areas with people like daycare and stuff, which um, our son isn't because we haven't sent him yet so it's really just funny um so we don't know where he, he might have contracted. that i guess my only suspicion is because he's at this point in his um um stage at his age to just touch everything and just puts it in his mouth and despite you saying no or obviously you try to refrain from saying the word no but then like, unconsciously, you just keep keep saying it. So, the whole positive, um, um, assertion of command, I don't know, how do you, how do you call it? But yeah, that, that, that ideal positive assertion of command that I thought I was gonna bring, sometimes happens, but sometimes it's just like, no, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, I mean... I I like you know you become a parent when most of the words that come out from your mouth is no, don't, ni, don't <laughs> So yeah, anyway. Um so fast forward again. Um at the time he didn't have the bumps and rashes yet on his skin, but we were prompted and saying that, you know, his this current stage is um a variation of hand foot and mouth disease but if he in fact does develop the the rashes and bumps on his skin in the next few days that followed then he probably most likely has the hand foot and mouth disease so yeah and then obviously like you know seeing your child experiencing that amount of pain and you just don't know how, I mean, obviously you know how to deal with your kid, but like, it's really hard to, to, to feel like, you know, to not feel helpless in that sense because you don't know where is he in pain, where, what hurts and, and upper And you know, how, how do we make him feel better? Because He's a boy of one and a half years of age. He's got limited um, vocabulary and choices of words as compared to you. So he can't tell you, mama, this hurts here, there, and everywhere. He can't. He can only just say sake and obviously when he says sake, you're like, oh no, it's sake for me too because I can't help you i can only just give you Uber. and that is also another thing you oh try giving a toddler meds and you'll be like oh, oh that i mean if we ourselves hate meds can you imagine little kids oh well although i have heard some kids who actually like their meds so bravo good for them but my kid our kid our precious nope He's going to try to keep his mouth closed shut because he's got that like um, spray for the ulcer and then the um, paracetamol for his fever which we have to use by a syringe. And obviously when he, the minute we see it, well, he sees the the syringe or the spray, obviously he says, no, 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 no. So yeah, as much as you want to feel you know as much as you sympathize that you don't want him to feel distressed but you want him to get better so he needs to get all this ubat in his system so <clears throat> so that was that so it's been it was a couple days of um making sure our little guy was um all better um and thankfully thank god um, he's feeling much better, this is after a week, um, is making a complete recovery and feeling like his usual self again, um, which is good because he's chirpy, um, talky and his appetite is back again, um, so that's that, so I'm I'm glad I'm, and, and if, if there's any takeaway from all this, I would completely recommend this, this. Um clinic that we went, it's called the First Step Clinic in Hatama's Shopping Center, and um, yeah. Uh, disclaimer: I, they did not pay me to to promote the the clinic, but you know, I I just really, it's it's really um like it really left me an impression because I was like I mentioned, it it created a calm within a storm, you know, kind of thing. So that was that with my little guy. Um. Then, you know, that time where I said there was something that happened at the beginning of the week. So, from one wave to another wave, it keeps crashing in. So, at the start of the week, um, we were told, well, the people in my house um, were told that um, my cousin, who is also my housemate, um, had to be quarantined because he was a person in contact of um, a COVID-positive person. So obviously, like, you know, when the minute you hear that, you're like, oh no, how would that affect us? Because we live in the same house. And plus, we have, like, high risk people, like my dad, my parent I mean, my mom and dad, my aunt who lives with us as well, and my little guy, and obviously m- me and my husband, ah. But um yeah, so all these people's lives and health would be affected if there was ever um a COVID positive um case in our house. Um and then because the person that he was in contact with was COVID positive, so my cousin had to also do the test and yeah, fast forward, he tested positive out of the way. So the minute you know, we we found out we just had, like, obviously, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm genuinely not, I mean, on the surface, I may look calm, but sometimes when you panic, there's sheer panic that just, you know, you know, just, like, takes over, and you are just, like, jam, and you just don't know what to do, and, and you know, you're just, you're, you're not your rational self, I think. That, I think that's what usually happens when people panic and i think that was what happened to me anyway um so what happened after that was everyone had to to do do, do their self-test to eliminate and make sure that we were not you know uh COVID positive because the fact that he is positive that makes us a close contact gun so hubs um tested negative alhamdulillah that's that's great then, I think this would have been my third time taking the test. Um, so, and luckily it's not the one that, that you have to, you know, stick up your nostrils. And I really hate that one. And the fact that if anyone made me do it myself, oh my goodness, I would dread that. Um, so then I did mine. And then I came up post, uh, negative as well. Um, thankfully so um and then came my dad. It was inconclusive at first because he we we all rejoiced because at first he showed um a negative result. My suspicion is he waited well he on the contrary to waiting he 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 did not wait that. Fifteen minutes that I think we were supposed to for a complete and accurate result, so hence the negative turn into a positive. And again, like like I said, one wave keeps crashing and another. Um. So yeah, we've we've been living in with um two COVID positive people in the house for since Tuesday, and it's been wow. An experience that I think this is a share don't you think um so uh, um oh no I missed out on the part where we had to bring Arwen to the test because we don't have any for babies because the thing is he's really BFFs with my dad so he's always in contact with Arwen so obviously when my dad tested positive we wanted to make sure that you know, Armin wasn't a factor. Um So we took him to the nearest uh, COVID, center, uh, COVID testing center, which was just like five minutes near the house, thankfully. Oh, wow. I thought this one was just the swab in the mouth, but no, how wrong was I? They needed to swab up his nostrils. Oh, my goodness. Okay. If I, as an adult, feel it's so, ugh, yuck, and it's just so meh, can you imagine how a little boy would feel like, oh my goodness, and that cry. The minute, the minute he he just let out that cry, you're like, oh my god, my heart breaks for you because I don't know what to do, but you need to do this, that that dilemma as a parent. But obviously, because, you know, we we needed both parents to hold him because the nurse said, He's not really cooperating, I, and I can imagine so. Why, la? Um, so the hubs was more, um, like f- from the outside, la. Uh, I guess I'm a bit more emotional in the sense that I cannot hear him cry, like, but I don't honestly, I don't immediately pick him up because I've read somewhere that, um, i don't know It you're teaching like it's that how to say um when you pick up your kid it's when he cries it teaches him that whenever he wants his way all he needs to do is just cry but this is not the case here (laughs) so (laughs) obviously it i i guess it just broke both of, of our hearts lah But my husband has more book affairs than I do (laughs) and he knows that. Um but yeah, so Armand has the negative, Alhamdulillah as well. But um yeah, we've been living in the house since Tuesday with two COVID positive people and it's an experience, like I said, that, you know, is shareable. Um in the house well, if you're wondering why I missed out my mom and my aunt, is because they were not in contact with my cousin or my dad because they were out of town. So I think even if they were actually quarantining, quarantining, <laughs> um, so they were, they are currently in another place of ours cause you know, it doesn't make any sense if, you know, if they, they come back from a place and potentially have COVID that's what. And then they come back to us and also spread it. Or like unbeknownst to us that we have it. And then they come back and then, you know, we spread it to them. And that would be like a fail on our parts and all of our parts, I think. So yeah, so my mom and aunt are not in the house at the moment. So it's just been um all the two of us, and and well, two and a half of us, they're just um, quarantining in the house. Um, well, it's been like, how do we keep sane in such a time? Well. Well, luckily for me, we have each other, so I'm so glad that I'm not in this alone on my own, because had it been that, I think I would have lost my marbles, like, completely. Um, So the extra help in, in, you know, in the house is just, like, immensely I'm grateful for. And then in terms of food, um also fun fact which is not so fun for me to tell I'm not the biggest cook so if anyone wanted me to cook for sick people or even for myself I think um I don't know I think it will just make people more (laughs) sick I mean I obviously I can make easy things like scrambled eggs and, and and what pasta and stuff but I don't think sick people want to eat pasta right and scramble eggs for the for uh, for the duration of their quarantine um so yeah so i've been able to grab food um although not economical but lifesaver because oh, i didn't have to worry about cooking and prepping and you know doing all that with a baby wow i salute people who can do that because Wow, how do people do it? Like, how do people wear so many hats and still not look like a headless chicken? Because I think at this moment, that's what I am. <laughs> LOL. Um, so, th- today's highlight was getting my boost. Um, so, um, so I just told Reza, um, I need a boost with boost. Get it? You know and just me trying to be thinking I'm funny lol and um, so normally my favourite there in Bruce is a banana bus which is just made of banana honey and I want to say ice cream or yogurt or milk, one of those but I know when I say my favourite I should know the ingredients but yeah that last one there I can't really recall what it is Um. but it's amazing and also... Because I feel like I am suddenly succumbing to sore throats and coughing, and oh, which is so annoying. I don't. I will do my task tomorrow. Well, well, I am doing my test tomorrow because it's a requirement for my office. So, but on a hunch, I, I, I believe that I'm not. Um, I have not succumbed to the the COVID, but let's just cross fingers and hope for the best that tomorrow test will turn out negative and all this, like, nonsensical, um, sore throat and cough is just, like, a common illness and not a COVID-related. Please, 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 I just do not want to be in that same boat. I mean, like, there's so much at stake here. I mean... Can you imagine not holding my little guy? I mean, yeah. I mean, I call him my koala bear, but like, I'm so attached to. I mean, I can't imagine any any mother who isn't attached lah, to them to their kid. But like, like literally, like, every, you see your 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 kid every day, and then the fact that COVID happens, and to imagine not being able to, to um, to touch him, to kiss him, and play with them wow that is just i can't do so terrifying excuse me for one minute oh damn there's just so much going on because on top of quarantine like i mentioned i salute how people wear so many hats. so i'm also wearing the working mother hat so i have to do work not that i i mean obviously you need to work because you know that's your you know livelihood right but it's so hard juggling everything like imagine okay my line of work is i need to review stuff right because i'm in the legal department and we review we we we, we're on our laptops a lot and when you have a toddler you can't just leave him unattended so when i'm with a laptop all he sees is me with a gadget and all he wants to do is go to a gadget but not to not to play with it though but just to rack it just because he thinks anything that is electronic or electrical is bot bot he's just adorable like that you should you should see him when he sees all this, um, his favorite bot bot is his dad's, um, uh, vacuum, uh, what do you call it? The, the round vacuum cleaner. Oh my gosh, I can't remember the name. I know it's not just a vacuum, I mean, obviously it is a vacuum cleaner, but the whole, the whole word, smart? No, it's not smart. I don't know, like, I mean, I guess you guys... Know what I'm trying to tell you, um, but yeah, so he calls that bop on <laughs> and he loves watching it work. Um, so yeah, so I don't want to risk, you know, wrecking my laptop and my work and everything else in the laptop. Oh, that is so risky, but yeah, it's exhausting. And like I said, I, I know it's a blessing in this, because you know, you got to to spend all this amount of time at home with the people you love and you know this is a time to make sure that um people are really well taken care of but I keep getting reminded to take care of yourself first because if you are unwell then you're not really fit to take care of the people that you love and I think you instead of becoming an asset to a people uh to people you you only just become a liability and that's not going to work for you is it so that's that um other things that we're grateful for is like to have people have as in in their thoughts obviously like much um we don't go around telling the whole world well only people on my instagram (laughs) which is not like I'm not, like, Insta-famous or anything. It's just only close friends and stuff. But, like, I'm glad that people... I'm, I'm so thankful for people who have us, you know, in their thoughts. And, and you know, wishing us well. And hope, hoping that dad and our, my cousin, like, completely recover from this COVID. Um, this silly, silly, silly COVID that has robbed us of normalcy. And that we didn't really, you know, think that we would be affected at any point in our lives I mean people kept saying it was it's inevitable blah 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 you know sorry to say I'm very I try to keep things positive so when someone tells me something I, I take it as a negative and someone says oh it's bound to happen it's bound to happen I just don't like that because you're really hoping that something bad will happen onto a person And that's just not my, not my type. Lah, that's just me anyway. But yeah, I mean, some people would say it's a realist kind of thing. But, you know, a bit of optimism in this life does not kill anybody. And, you know, I've read somewhere, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say it at all. That should be a life motto. So nothing nice, don't say it. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, we're so grateful for having people that really, like, you know, um, send us these lovely wishes and, you know, to know that we're not really alone, even though, like, it's just, like, true, a medium like social media, but the fact that people understand that, you know, that we are in this situation, it's just really like, ah, so we're not alone that kind of thing and um today we really got like a a lovely surprise from uh our good friend wendy and kevin they surprised us with some care packages um of fruits um it's so thoughtful because what quarantine people need are fruits gun so i thank you we thank you because we love it and um If I could, I would hog it all to myself, but I love my hubs, so (laughs) I would share it, obviously. Um, And then, uh, yeah, we're just hoping for the best at the end of the week. And if all else um, falls into place and all is good, all is well, then we'll be back in the office. (laughs) whoopsie (laughs) sorry for the intermission um i like i mentioned in the earlier episodes i'm really quite shy so even as of now it is of twelve fifty a.m i am recording in my own room (laughs) Um, without anyone hearing, obviously, because of the time, then suddenly the hubs decides to knock, and and you know, just obviously, I a bit shy laugh because if he, if he ever hears this, he's gonna say, What? Why are you even shy if you want to do your own podcast? Yeah, yes, I know, but it's just still so hmm, I don't know, I'm very like. What's the word that I'm looking for? Um, Insecure, is that the word? No, no, no. I can't be saying that I'm insecure Chris. I can talk. I'm a person who can talk and talk and talk. And some people even say that I don't even have a full stop. Um, So I don't think it's an insecurity of talking. It's more of um, fear. There we go. Um, Self-consciousness of public speaking. So there we go. So where was I? Yeah, and then before I end this, it's just... I just, like, want to remind everyone to be safe and take care of yourselves, and um be sure to keep clean. Always wash your hands. I know I don't need to remind everybody to wash their hands, right? But... No, sometimes common sense isn't so common anymore. So, um, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that you fall into that category, but I'm just saying that you know, just be clean and sanitize and ensure that you know you're always masked and protected. Um, Yeah, so that you don't put yourself at risk and people around you at risk it will be very heartbreaking because like I mentioned earlier I fear for the worse when it comes to you know touch with when the time if I ever have it because earlier I mentioned about baby my my baby but my baby means big baby and small baby you know My baby being my husband. (laughs) Obviously, because you spend so much time with your husband and your child. And then now that amount of time is short-lived and restricted and, and limited because you are in quarantine. And the unfairness that COVID brings is just unfair. And, you know, you can't imagine all those late night, conversations or just late night just lying in bed doing nothing and or even just having conversation what that's not gonna happen if if one of you or both of you have covid yeah no that's not gonna happen and yeah so all those late night shenanigans of watching um um your series um and your movies and random youtube channels and whatnots Yeah, that's not gonna happen afraid afraid not and speaking of um um channel channels but like movies and series razor just um made me watch oh my gosh, she's gonna kill me if i don't get this right eventually eventually i want to say yes I'm very sure my answer so it's a japanese anime um, series it's pretty rad in the sense that you know how i like all things bot bot like um transformers and and what pacific rim and and uh what else what else is power rangers <laughs> so this is a mix up of um of pacific rim Actually no no no, I cor I stand corrected. It's basically a Japanese version of Pacific Game. And it's it's really cool. Uh obviously I think because this came first, because I I can't remember when Reza said that um the 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 series came out probably in its seventies, eighties. I don't know, I could be wrong, but Google it. <laughs> or I will, when the next time comes and I end up talking about this series again, then I'll definitely update you when it started, when it was the year it was that this um, series came about. Um, but obviously this one came first, then only um, Pacific Rim, which came out in the 2000s, I can't remember the year. So yeah, it's pretty cool. <coughs> uh oh okay i think that's my cue to keep this one snappy and um i hope you guys enjoy the weekend and be safe and um tune in next time for a mirai time good night and have a great day ahead bye